shit. Oh, oh my god. Hang on a second. We got a technical difficulties, but that's okay. You don't need to hear the introduction. I got a big enough voice. Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. You think about it, we rant about it. Listen to us live on Facebook. Bloody technology. You know, we, you know, we, we got to change that intro, Dave. Listen to us live on Facebook. How about just listen to us live? Or well, catch us recorded on one of 30 different verticals, which include video, Rumble, YouTube, YouTube, Rumble, yeah. Yeah, you know, we got, we got them all. Apple, Spotify, you know, Amazon Music. I can keep going. Anyways, but that's not the reason why we're here talking to you guys today. You know, David and I have been doing this for well over a year with a couple of uh, episodes where we've talked about people that hate Jews, you know, anti-Semites, you know, the, 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 the people like the Klan, you know, with the white hoods, you know, you know, Farrakhan's of the world, you know, they're all over the place. Now, we don't typically talk about people that hate Jews, right, that are in America, but it's kind of hard not to. Because they're, they're just real awful people. But David's got a really good swing at this that's, I think, fairly unique. And it goes like, how many people hate Israel? David, come on. Let's All right, hear look, so, so let's let's get started here by really simply put is the world's bitch is Israel. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. If you're in the United Nations... Let's pick on Israel. If we're the media, let's pick on Israel. And the problem is, especially you know, uh, with the media and the left, is they just don't know how to deal with Israel. You know, if you look at the left, what they love is they like to fight for minority rights, the poor little guy. And that's what Israel should be. But Israel's learned, especially with the Holocaust, with everything, they don't want to be the poor little guy. They don't want to depend on anybody else. And they became the stronger you know, country surrounded by billions of enemies. And the world doesn't know how to handle it. Since world, since the Six-Day War, 1967, the world simply does not know how to handle Israel. So here we are. Let's, you know, the, the problem is that, Stuart, and, and, and I found this over the weekend, in, in, is that whenever there's a good news story that has international implications regarding Israel, it's buried. But the moment something negative happens, especially to a Palestinian, it's blown completely out of proportion. And let me bring you to the examples, okay? This is not difficult. We all know and we've all heard about a Palestinian journalist who was was killed in crossfire. Now, if you look at the list of media sites that have been covering this, this is Google. I just Googled it. It is unbelievable. The amount of anti-Israel hate is being you know, sent in Israel is unbelievable. Now, let me just preface by showing you how falsely this story is reported. This Palestinian journalist happens to be Christian, not Muslim. And so when it was convenient to the Palestinians, it was, she's a Palestinian. To the world, she's a Palestinian. She was killed. It's another attack on Palestinians. But internally, because she was Christian, they protested her funeral because she was Christian. And it was a Christian funeral. And they disrupted the funeral. And the Israeli police had to intervene. And guess what happens? The world condemned Israel. Politicians, media condemned Israel for the way it was handled. This, this, this again, complete misrepresentation, not the facts. 
Stewart, story number two, the Palestinian teen goes out a 17-year-old, and again, myriad of lists of, from Al Jazeera, which is so reliable, right? So <laughs> neutral, all the way to MSNBC, which is almost as bad as Al Jazeera, continues to rip Israel that they shot and killed a teen. The closest I got to any accuracy that they call him a teen militant. Now, what? Christ, 17-year-old is going out and attack the IDF. And guys, it's simple. If he succeeds and causing damage and hurting and killing a soldier, he's a hero. If he's killed, he's a martyr. His family's a martyr. And the Palestinian Authority pays, pays, thanks to Iran, $20,000 for his death. In the meantime, the world is condemning Israel. The Palestinians get what they want. Again, naivete, stupidity. 17-year-old boy is going after IDF soldiers on purpose. You got to be stupid. Which one of us is going to send our 17-year-old child into the line of fire? Now, here's the well, problem. Hang on, a second. Hang, hang on a second. David, Israelis teach their kids to love well, no, and wait, be inclusive. No, Palestinian no. kids are no, taught no, to hate no. in the right, classroom. They're taught in schools. We know that. But the point I'm trying to get at is that, the, I'm, and it's not about that. The point is, how is the media, how is the left, how are people handling the story? Without well, I, gotta say, I, I put up, I put up in the chat, like off topic. But again, the you know the journalist, you know, the black reporter that was 25 years old that got shot and been across. I mean, there is there is There's issue no, no. after issue yes, after issue. How the many press how... gravitate? on a narrative and they made a mistake and went, holy fuck, we have the wrong story. So let's just not write about it anymore. Well, Stuart, how many, look, look, how many were killed and maimed in the war between Ukraine and Russia? Does anybody investigate? Of course not. But if it comes to Israel, Israel is always guilty till proven innocent. It's the only country in the world that has to prove its innocence in a world that claims the otherwise. But here's why I'm bringing up the story. And this is where it's much more important. Okay. Is, and here's a story that's completely lost and buried. The president of the European Union, okay, a, a, who just she just became the the, the president of of the her name is Roberta Mazzola. She is in Israel right now. She is visiting Israel and as well as let's call it the Palestinian territories. And th this is a big deal. Why is this a big deal, Stuart? It's a really simple thing. The European Union has been watching Israel. Has really ignored Israel. Hasn't visited Israel since 2014 hasn't cared for Israel, has vilified and condemned Israel, but has woken up recently for, for several reasons. Number one, millions of Muslims have immigrated into European countries and they've realized all of a sudden they have a social and economic problem. Number two, they've re recognized the Iranian existential threat. Number yep. three, They've realized that this whole notion of a Palestinian settlement, you know, accord with Israel, with Palestinians, a two-state solution to create peace in the Middle East is bullshit. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. And what President Trump did two years ago with the Abraham Accords, suddenly they're going. Whoa, 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 whoa. David, David, you mentioned the Trump word. I know. Facebook may ban us with YouTube. I know. Again, it's a positive but, statement. But David, here's you can't do that. I know, I know. I heard, I heard, I heard. But Stuart, the bottom line is that I know I'm going long and I know I, you want to speak here. But the point I'm trying to get at is really, really simple. European countries are waking up to realize that peace in the Middle East isn't through the Palestinians when you don't have a peace partner. Not after what you've seen with, with journalists, not what you've seen with teens, but what you've seen, if you've watched what's happened in two years between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, just that alone, 
Israel is a partner. And the Europeans are finally waking up to this notion that Israel must be a partner. The world ignored this story. This is a monumental story. Look, forget the fact that Israel sent countless people to Ukraine to help out. Didn't matter. It doesn't matter that Israel sends people out to, you know, war to ravage and to, uh, devastation. It doesn't matter. Well, what about what, what, what about the bomb, the bomb rescue crew that they sent to South Florida to go Absolutely. to the Champlain Tower? Correct. The point I'm trying to get at, Stuart, and this is where I, I, it's amazing, is that this is a another seismic event in world politics, in world, in, in international relations. Just like the Abraham Accords was ignored, this is being ignored. Instead, we focus on the wrong stories. We focus. We need to focus here, and this is where the media. And David, you know, I got, I got a trivia question for you. I got a trivia question. What's the difference between communism, right, and the Democratic Party? Nothing. Oh, you got the answer right. Damn, I didn't have to really work hard. Look, David, it's, it's, David, it's a, David, David, no, but I'm not talking about Stuart. You're talking about Stuart. You're talking about the Democratic Party, and again, you're bringing in something here that is not what I'm discussing today. What I'm bringing in here is media. What I'm bringing here is that what media has done to sway public opinion. And if you go and you talk to the average person on the streets today, whether it's in the United States or Canada or Europe or wherever, Israel is a shit country. Israel is a disaster. It's a colonial power that ruins the lives of Palestinians, that it destroys the peace in the Middle East. Wow. It can, the mantra has been spewed for 50 plus years, but it's changing. Israel is changing the world. The Certain people are recognizing it, but the media refuses because then who are they going to shit on? The we Democratic know Party. Themselves. The they're not going to shoot the Democratic listen, Party. Listen, listen, listen. Elon Musk, on the record, says, I'm voting for the Republican Party. The EU is now seeing that maybe this woke, communistic behavior isn't working. Listen, I was in Greece last year in a taxi cab. And what does Greece have to do with the story? Because it's another EU country that allowed tons of of these immigrants into their country. There are whole sections in Athens that you cannot walk there, David. No female, no woman without a hijab could walk there without getting stoned. Listen, you know, France has got entire regions that law enforcement won't even go into. UK Germany well. the same, Holland, Italy the same. The same. And, and you know what? The EU has finally recognized that. You know what? They're, people are people, and and people do change. Unfortunately, not the people that they think are going to change. At the end of the day, David, the Stuart, hatred Stuart. towards Israel is 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 never going to change. And but the media that is mm -hmm. primarily democratic and represent the Democratic Party won't allow these no, stories to be aired. It's a left, and the left will never permit itself to promote Israel. It can't. It goes against their policy. And their policy is simple, okay? They hate for Israel because if we hate America, we hate Israel. What, colonial powers, whatever you want to call it. The problem is that the United States will covertly support Israel. The Democratic Party hates Israel. Right? They're going to say, no, they don't. There's a whole slew of them. 
that hate the Demo they hate Israel. Okay, AOC? from AOC, from AOC on. Okay, but the media, but in order, but the reason it's it's a great thing, is because then the media sways public opinion. So if they sway public opinion, the Democratic Party, all these left wing parties, all going to follow suit, and Israel's thrown under the bus. But at the end of the day, Israel's technology. I mean, you know what? I was just in Nevada last week in Arizona. And you know what? I told my wife one thing. If they were smart, they would go up to the Israelis and say, how do we generate water in a dry and arid land? It makes sense, does it not? Does it not make sense? And I'm sure covertly somewhere someone's talking, but God forbid you should speak out loud because Israel is vilified. But Israel is no longer or should no longer be the world's bitch. Israel, if the media would give it half, half the proper attention it deserves, the world would actually be better off. But God forbid you should do so. God forbid you should do so. Because it's better to promote boycott, divestment, and sanctioning. It's better to, to, to promote hate, which is exactly what they're doing with the Palestinians. They are doing, the media is doing more harm to the Palestinian cause than good. Can I ask you a question, David? I want to put a solicitation out there, and I'm going to show it. Elon Musk should buy MSNBC. <laughs> I challenge Elon Musk to buy MSNBC. Well, it's part I of your like, I, I, And you know what? I will contribute to the crying party that all of their reporters will have. You know, David, it's coming to our end of our quarter hour. You know, again, we've hit this topic about anti-Semitism and the realization that Israel is a country to be a partner with. As you've said, United Arab Emirates and many other Abraham Accord members, which there would have been more if Trump, yes, Trump was president. You know, Biden is a buffoon. He's a feeble old man with no disrespect to anyone who's a geriatric. This man needs to be in diapers with a sucker in his mouth because that's all he is. He is a disgrace to the world order. I'm sorry. David, on that note, you're Stuart, back. Glad to Stuart, be back. But Stuart, let me give you one last comment, okay? And I want to shout out to former Prime Minister Harper, who stood in front of the press and condemned the world press and condemned other world leaders for their lack of support of Israel. And when the media asked him outright, how dare you condemn us? How dare you condemn other world leaders? The answer was, guys, I stand for what is right. And he said it numerous times. World leaders came up to him and said, you know, kudos to you for standing up to the media because we can't. And that's the shame. That is the power that the media wields and it knows that it wields on politicians. And that's why it continues to do so. And Stuart, this is what makes it vile that Israel that should deserve, it deserves better treatment by the world and its powers gets nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, we're done on a Monday. We'll see you here on Wednesday, God willing. And uh, Stuart will stop punching the screen. But uh, as Stuart said from the beginning of our rant, we're everywhere. Come check us out. Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, different podcasts, wherever you get it. Um, a shout out to Howie Silberger, who continues to broadcast our show on his show every single week. We appreciate it, Howie. Kudos to you, my friend. And we look forward to seeing you guys on Wednesday. Say goodbye, Stuart.
Goodbye.